Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. What is up, guys? We are back. I know it's been a little bit. Had a baby. And you know how that goes. Um, Technically, my wife had the baby, but, you know, I digress. We continue on and, uh, you know, we live to fight another day. Some of the nights might be a little longer, but yes, I wanted to get back into doing some more faked episodes. And this one is about olive oil. So we're going to be talking about fake olive oil Something that people, you know, don't imagine to be fake. And um, it may stem from just an overall lack of knowledge of olive oil. You know, when you go to the store, you're like, oh my gosh, here's the green bottle. That's what I want. It's the best stuff. And you grab it and you don't think anything of it. But, oh boy, is this a uh, a pretty crazy industry, okay? Anything that uh, can be faked or, you know, fosters in a, a little bit of a higher price will be faked. That's what we talk about here. So let's let's go back in time a little bit. What makes olive oil even valuable? I mean, yeah, sure, it tastes good on stuff. Um, you know, you can use it for your salads. You can use it for emulsifications and stuff like that. But when we talk about way back in the day, Mediterranean uh, basins and stuff like that um, in ancient times, we talk about the Greeks, okay? Greeks, uh, they thought that olive trees and just olives in general were given by the gods, so they were godly. Uh, These trees would, you know, produce a delicious bounty of fruit each year. It could be used for eating, lighting lamps, cosmetics, medicine, just plenty, plenty of stuff, especially in a technologically depraved day when you can get a crazy amount of uses out of just one object. Uh, you know, that's why the, uh, you know, the Indians, they revere cows, uh, you know, where there's so much more that can come out of a cow while it's alive versus when it's dead. So that's kind of the idea here. So um, in Greece, uh, they thank the Greek gods for their olive cultivation. Um, and, you know, that's what kind of swings us into why it's valuable. Okay. Uh, why it's valuable to a particular subset of individuals, whether it's for lamps today and Judaism, uh, whether it's for, you know, just plenty of things uh, on the global market. When it comes to sauces today, we're coming with uh, just, I think, some syrups, you know, just things that have olive oil in it. And then, um, yeah, it's just like a base ingredient and a lot of stuff now. But back in the day, it was used for a lot more back then. I couldn't really find anything about uh, if we use it in medicine and stuff like that. I think we probably use it for like multivitamins and things like that, but I don't think it's like as used as it was back then, but we still use it just on a broader, uh, or no, I guess on a more minute spectrum where we just use them in very uh, everyday kind of things and sell it. But um, okay, so that's enough about the history. We could go on and on and on, but this really isn't a historical documentary about olive oil we are here to talk about how the heck do you spot fake olive oil okay how the heck do you do that so 
Um, when we talk about uh, fake olive oil, you know, it might be a strong word to say fake, but um, it's definitely something you need to think about when you're buying because these are things at the stores. You know, you can go to any store. This isn't like you're going down uh, the back alleyway somewhere and picking up some sweet, sweet olive oil thinking, oh my God, I'm getting such a good deal. No, this is happening. Just, oh, just hit a mic. Uh, this is happening at your local supermarket. You know, this is happening in America. This is not something, let's go somewhere else uh, and get scammed. No, this is very much happening here. So olive oil is, let's just define what it is, okay? It's simply the juice extracted from fresh olives. No chemicals, heat, or further processing. So that's why when they say cold press um, or cold extracted, they're pretty much saying what is the process. It sounds awesome. It sounds rich it sounds uh exquisite nope just the uh the basic extraction uh of olive oil so uh but to qualify as extra virgin which is the highest grade the oil has to pass lab analysis and sensory tests uh, and, and that is set by the madrid-based international olive council the olive council what do you think like uh valentine's day is around there you know, everyone just sending all of you, all of you, you know, like um, surfers, uh, like all of the uh, Valentine's Day cards are just like surfers, like surf's up, dude, all of you, brother, you know, and just everybody sends that back and forth. That's the Olive Council that I believe exists, but I don't know if that is the real one. Heck, if one of my listeners is on the International Olive Council, I'd love to hear how Valentine's Day cards are there and stuff like that if you guys make your own i don't know but anyways um where where can the deception happen along the production chain okay um as olive oil extracted in one country is often shipped to another usually italy that's what we talk about um they can be blended with other olive oils and um and other from other places before being bottled and shipped off again so you can get like a mixed blend and that's kind of what we're talking about here is inauthentic extra virgin olive oil that seems to be the biggest one because it is it's the most expensive it's the creme de la olive um of the olive oil world yes so it's the extra virgin or evu e-v-o-o um so in the worst case uh also illegal scenario um is diluted with cheap soybean or seed oil and mixed with a lower grade olive oil that's been chemically refined so as we talked about beforehand it can't be chemically refined it can't be uh heated it can't be um uh, really mixed with anything that is what puts it into the fake category um okay so it's mixed with kind of olive oil that's been sitting around since the previous uh, year's harvest or longer. That is also uh, another way for them to doing it. Um, it uh, uh, another way for them to do it. So apparently that way, uh, when they mix the olive oil that's been sitting around, it is legal. But by the time that bottle reaches a store, it is subpar. Um, it's diminished of its wonderful health benefits and absolutely would not pass the... Um, the IOC Matt Muster, I guess uh, that's the, the the place we talked about that International Olive Council. Uh, you know the IOC because they're all surfer dudes. Because all of you, <laughs> uh, that joke is really bad. Um, 
Okay, so, which, maybe we'll do fake cheese soon. No, talking about cheesy stuff. So, Italian olive oil can be trusted though, right? You know, when you look at the thing, you're like, oh my gosh, that says Italian olive oil. The Italians never lied to us before, okay? So the common assumption is obviously the best olive oil is from Italy. Truth is, there's good. And there is uh, <laughs> olive oil that you would not love. It, you would not love. Uh, so the olive oil coming from Italy, uh, yes, there can be uh, good and crummy. But um, Spain, Greece, Tunisia, and Australia are some of those power-hitting olive oil aficionados that are going to pump out some of that goody-goody olive oil. So Spain's actually the biggest producer, and Italy, uh, where most of the olive oil we buy is bottled. Um, and it's the biggest importer and exporter, and none of that has much to do with their quality or, or uh, authenticity. So it's kind of important to know that because most of us, I believe, do think that uh, Italian olive oil is the, the top, but you know, you've got Greece, you've got... Just plenty of places, Spain, just all these places flush with olive oils or olive trees that then produce olives then then produce olive oil. Okay. How widespread is all of this fraudulent stuff? How deep does it go? Okay. It's really hard to put a number on it, but um, apparently experts agree it's pervasive and have has been for a long time, probably thousands of years, you know. People didn't just get smart to fraudulence. We've learned this before. All right, so there's a couple a couple books you can read if you want. Uh, Extra Virginity, you know, that's an interesting book title, but you can read that. And um, there's a website called The Truth in Olive Oil, which is a great resource uh, as we look um, at some fraudulence as far back as ancient Rome, okay? Within the last two years in Italy, um, Authorities said they confiscated more than 2,000 tons of fake olive oil and launched an investigation into seven of the country's leading producers. So that just kind of shows you how um, the International Olive Council rolls, okay? They they go in hard about their olives, okay? No pits about it. All right, so uh, the wrinkle for American consumers is the lack of federal regulation and enforcement. I think that's pretty common here. You know, there's a lot of stuff that gets by. Uh, and then there's a lot of stuff that doesn't. But uh, I think uh, the USDA olive oil grades really aren't mandatory for producers. And the FDA, until recently, wasn't really going after counterfeit oil at all. Which is crazy because, you know, America, they they go after pretty much anything that has the word oil on it. And we go attack because we want that sweet, sweet oil. Okay, so on the bright side... Congress last year called on the FDA to begin testing imported olive oil, which accounts for more than 90% of what we buy. You know, our olive trees aren't huge here. Okay. The impetus was uh, concern over olive oil containing seed oils that are potential allergens. So that also raises a huge concern because let's say you've got a minor seed allergy, yet you think you're buying olive oil turns out there's sunflower seed in it and suddenly your throat's closing up and suddenly you've keeled over because of uh, a subpar mixed olive oil that had a, a you know a fraction of amount of something you were highly allergic to okay pretty crazy looks like we need to clean that up that's huge 
You know, when it comes to people's safety, that's huge. Because there's quality control, that's one thing. Maybe it doesn't taste as olive as we want, but when it starts to deal with allergens, that's huge. So what should we do, okay? What should we do as consumers in order to, A, kind of hedge it? So, so what we do is these markets stop thriving once we're informed on stuff, okay? If we keep buying fake stuff, guess what? People are going to keep producing fake stuff. That is a tale as old as time. So these are some of the careful things you can get through uh, just, well, obviously through reputable markets, but um, carefully sourcing them just by knowing about it. So tip number one, never buy anything that doesn't say extra virgin olive oil on the label. The phrase alone isn't a guarantee, but without it, you're always going to get a low quality product, okay? I don't know how often you're sinking uh into some olive oil, but uh, you know, get get a good get a good bottle, get a good one. Okay, don't bother with anything just labeled virgin, light, pure, or just olive oil. Okay, those are lame. Get the good stuff, the extra virgin stuff. Okay. Tip number two is look for a harvest date, uh, maybe an estate or a mill name, something that you can tether it to. You can look it up. You can, you know. Look up specifically what that uh, harvest looked like this year, kind of all that stuff. So basically, the more specifics, the better. Typically, only the better oils will have a pressed on or harvest date, uh, which is huge. You know, when you get a, a tequila and you see the batch number or you see when it was produced, that's huge. You know, you have more faith in it when you can kind of label it back to something. Okay. And we can also get a little geekier. Okay, if you see the free fatty acid level or FFA, uh, you probably won't with uh, mass market brands. That's a huge sign. Okay, huge sign. So an excellent oil will have an FFA of 0.2% or lower according um, to just the experts in the field. I've never looked at that, probably won't. But um, if you do want to get really into olive oil, think that's the way that's like what's going to set you apart from the rest of the the pack there so tip number three ignore the best buy and bottled on dates the best buy date is arbitrary and lacks any legal standard and then the bottled on doesn't even mean much either so could have been in a tank for a year before it was bottled okay bottled means nothing could have been sitting on somebody's uh, countertop and then finally they bottled it and you're like oh that's sweet bottled date that's what i need to look at wrong okay Wrong. Tip number four, look for a third-party certification certification seal, okay? In particular, the European Union's Protected Designated of Origin, PDO, um, or the COOC, Certified Extra Virgin Seal, from the California Olive Oil Council for the Kook, uh, for California-made oils. Um, so that just kind of gives you a look at what uh, what's made stateside here, and that's California. I believe probably parts of Nevada, I'm guessing, but I think mostly uh, California. So tip number five, if you ever see Evu made in Australia or Chile, buy it, okay? It's going to be fresh and legit. Australia has the most stringent standards and a highly advanced testing system, and neither country mixes in carryover oil from the previous harvest. So, okay, Australia and Chile, two places we didn't even talk about, huge, olive oil huge okay and they've got the biggest standards kind of like getting some of that that sweet sweet beef from japan 
Okay, tip number six. Don't fall for fancy packaging and a high price tag. Uh, guilty here, okay? Cheap is a red flag, obviously, but expensive doesn't automatically mean quality either. Okay, case in point, browsing a high-end kitchenware store in New York City's Times Warner Center. Uh, okay, you can spot a handsome, handsome-looking bottle um, of extra virgin olive oil for 30 bucks. That was long past its use-by date. It was probably already an artificially long date to begin with, but um, this is uh, olive oil that probably should have been thrown out. So price doesn't mean everything, but um, it's kind of a good guidebook to go by. So uh, tip number seven, and this is last but not least, um, trust your senses. You know, we've talked about this before, okay? Fake olive oil might taste greasy, rancid, flavorless, or not just pleasant. Uh, Good olive oil, which is important because... A lot of us haven't tasted good olive oil. If you ever get a chance to go somewhere that they pride themselves in their olive oil or um, you're able to get it from you know, a farmer's market or something like that, taste it, okay? It should smell and taste green, bright, peppery, earthy, grassy, and pretty much anything, um, any combination of that. You know, we're, um, we're kind of inclined not to just taste oil. You know, oil is like, let me ma- cook something in it and it's kind of gone. But with olive oil, you're really supposed to just mix it in with stuff. You're not really supposed to cook with it. Really low smoke point and those flavors kind of uh, go away and they, they become rancid when you cook it. So it's really meant to dress up something. If you've ever had some olive oils, feta with that olive oil on top of it, oh God, it's good. It is amazing and it just tastes so much different than anything we've had here stateside. You can still get it good stateside. Don't, you know, don't fret about that. But um, absolutely, if you can find some good stuff and you can get that beautiful feta cheese with some lemon and olive, oh, do it, do it, do it, okay? I actually implore you, use this knowledge, go outside, uh, then go to a store um, and then find that olive oil based off of these tips that I've given you. Go home, or actually, while you're at that store, get some feta, good feta, maybe a lemon, cut that lemon open. Once you've gotten home, sorry, these directions are really out of order. Crack that bad boy open, squeeze it over, give me that lemon, maybe a little dill if you've got it's home, and then just eat it. Oh, it's so good. So guys, that is it for extra virgin olive oil or just fake olive oil in general. Um, We're gonna get back to doing this. Kind of gave you why we were, or why I was on a little bit of a hiatus there, but I'm back and we're going to be releasing some cool new episodes here. So remember guys with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.